Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of the Nativist Podcast. And this latest episode unfortunately had some audio issues. There were some connection issues, some background noises that were not able to be edited out. And so sorry that it does not sound top notch, but that's life, right? And I'm okay with that. That's something that I have learned to just accept and just roll. I love the rawness. I love that it reflects life and life is never polished. Life is not always perfect. And so if you're cool with that, welcome. I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you're down for the ride. And without more being said, here is the latest episode and I hope you guys really dig it. Welcome to the Nativist Podcast, where we tap into our instinct and natural power to live intuitively. The ultimate goal is to leave the world healthier and more beautiful than we found it. It all starts on the individual level by cultivating our mind-body connection. Whether you're on a healing journey or just want to look and feel your best, I hope by the end you feel a little happier, a little more inspired, and a little more invested in yourself and the world. Please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of the Nativist Podcast and I am here with one cool chick. I've known her for so long and she just keeps getting better and better. Christina, what's up? How are you? Hi, you guys. Thanks for having me here. Thank you for coming on. Okay, so tell the people a little bit about yourself. (laughs) So I am Christina. I am actually from Pocatello. I was born and raised there. I am married with two little kids and am a photographer. And I kind of get to live all over the world right now. So that's a fun little experience with my husband (laughs) playing in the NFL. But um, yeah. You've been all over and you've lived all over and moved so many times. How many times have you moved? I have. Um, you know, I don't know the number. <laughs> that many, <but> yeah. <laughs> I don't love moving, but oh. here we are. It's not forever. So. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. So where all have you lived? Oh, so before I got married, I lived in California, Arizona. Then I moved back to California. Then we lived Northern and Southern California, Chicago, um Kansas City, Denver, obviously Idaho. Yeah. Our our home is in Idaho, but we get to kind of travel around and live different places where he's playing. So And yeah, so he, yeah, yeah. So he's playing for the Denver Broncos right now, right? He is. Nice. Yes, he is. And how is that? It's been fun. So good, that's good. his hometown. So it's been fun to you know, kind of see where he grew up and he is loved there. So that's been fun to kind of, you know, he goes back to his high school and he has a lot of fans that he probably normally wouldn't have on other teams just from being in Denver. So that's fun. For sure. And it's Michael Purcell is your husband and he's such a good guy. I remember when we did a shoot together, you came and modeled for the boutique for my sister and me. Yes. And he was cuddling my little toy poodle and she was in absolute yeah. heaven. She's like, never leave me. You could never leave me. Yeah. So like this big giant of a guy and this teeny tiny little five pound poodle. It was the cutest thing. So yes, he makes everything look like a teeny tiny thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you guys have such beautiful kids. Oh my gosh. Oh, gorgeous. Thank you. They're thank beautiful. You. 
Do they, so a boy and a girl, do they yes. get along? They do. They get along. Oh, um, good. I think they're kind of at a great age. Like Kaimana, the oldest boy, he's old enough to help out and take care of his little sister. And she just idolizes him. So it's been good. It's been fun to watch them yeah, definitely. have a relationship and everything. Yeah. And you kind of had a rough go of it with your pregnancies, right? Like you were sick nonstop. Like I did. Yeah. I was sick the whole 40 weeks oh. with Kaimana throwing oh. up and KL has eased up at 34 weeks. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Still hell, but we made it. So oh. yeah. You're pregnancy one of the people that I think. Yeah. You're one of the people that I think <laughs> of when I think of like people who have a hard time with pregnancy just because you were so sick. I'm like, oh my gosh, bless her heart. I have no idea. No idea how oh, you did it. And I mean, yeah. you're in it. So what are you going to do? You know, you got to right. just write it out. But still, so much respect right. to you for going oh, through you. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. So you've moved a million times. You've been all over the place. You also have a photography business and do such gorgeous work. I love oh, your thank pictures. You. Well, that means a lot coming from oh, you. Oh, my. Well, thank you. No, I just love how your eye I love how you edit them I love everything about them so what made you get into photography and how have you evolved like what's kind of been your journey there so I've definitely evolved if you look back or knew me before um you can kind of see it in my work but I think I've always loved it and maybe had a little bit of an eye for it I took you know, started kind of how I feel a lot of photographers start. I took pictures of like my sister for yeah. her senior high school pictures and, you know, would just post stuff on Facebook and it was all kind of, oh, you take pictures? And I'm like, sure, like 25 bucks, you yeah, know, yeah. let me yeah. <laughs> take your pictures. And I just kind of, I don't think I ever saw it as like a job. It was just more of a hobby. And then, I mean, I went to school. I went to college for my undergrad is in health education and my master's is in physical education. And so I had a great job that I loved before I had kids, but with Michael's job, I, you know, I kind of had to give up that, like he couldn't sacrifice his job and photography has just given me like an outlet to still be able to do something for me. You know, it gives me that creative ability and I get to, you know, kind of just, I don't know, like I said, do something for me. So that's totally. been great. And yeah, um, for sure. I think just the more I do it, the more I've gotten better at it. Just practice, practice, practice. Oh, totally. And isn't it fun, fun, sometimes not fun to look back at some of your older work and you're like, oh, for sure. I understand it's a journey, but man, but <laughs> right. <laughs> good work and so you also played soccer for ISU right Idaho State I did so you're yes, a college athlete soccer. yeah 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 so yes. you had a lot going on do you miss your soccer playing days or is that just another lifetime you're happy where you are now uh, it's kind of both I mean I miss it the transition was sure hard I think it's hard to see not hard I'm I mean, it's so fun to watch Michael, like, continue to play football. Yeah. But, you know, like, he still gets to play. And it's like, oh, that would be so cool if I still 
got to play soccer that wasn't like indoor at 11 o'clock at night or something, you know? Yeah, totally. So absolutely. That's just a different part of my life. I do miss it. I miss playing. I think I just miss playing at that level, which I'll never play at again, but yeah, I, you know, get to do other things now, which are equally as great. So totally. So how did you guys meet? So we don't have a super cool story, but um, <laughs> it's, you know, it's fun for us. I was in California. I had taken an internship after my master's and I just met him out. So we were at this like bar lounge and he had just come to San Francisco. It was after the draft and he was out with some guys on his team and I was out with some people I worked with and he just came over and started talking to me and thought you know like it wasn't anything super romantic but but still that's a good story that's a solid story yeah yeah so was it was there an instant connection or is it something that kind of grew or both there was an instant connection I think for me it was more like I was kind of still looking for my place in like finding a job and I had accepted Whitney you may know this but I know people that don't know me I had already accepted my job at um, Arizona State so I kind of knew I was already moving and like I wouldn't I liked him enough that I thought oh maybe I should stay but I didn't want to just stay for a guy if that makes sense sure so I moved and yeah we dated for like two years distance oh Oh, I don't recommend but you know we had to learn a lot about each other so it's sometimes good I think yeah (laughs) really though and I feel like all of my longer-term relationships, relatively, I don't really have long-term relationships, but they've always been long distance. And yeah, yeah. it's challenging for sure, but there is value in it too, you know? For sure. Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. There's value in yeah. You kind of have to learn things to talk about because- you really do. And figure out how to make time for, yeah, and prioritize and make time for each other even more because you have the distance in between you. So, yeah. 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 So it does make you stronger if you make it through. Good for you guys. Thank you. So how has it been being an NFL wife? What all do you have to say about that? How has it Uh, been overall as an experience? uh, I have a lot to say about that. Um, Let me preface this by saying, Christina, I love you so much because you're one of those people you have the best heart but you also will give it to people straight and I love that I love people who talk direct I love it no holds barred you You will say what you think (laughs) and I love it like there's such a a compassion and empathy component to you absolutely like you're one of the kindest most thoughtful people but also you you. speak straight and I respect that so much well thanks so give it to a straight sister (laughs) it is you have a good balance um, I guess the best way to put it is it's not like the TV, what you see on TV. Um, <laughs> I think there's a select group of women that, you know, make the tens of millions and like good for them. I've met some of those wives and I've, you know, been in Bible studies with them and they are some of the kindest people, but not everybody can afford like nannies and live in people. And, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not all that it looks like in mm-hmm. that aspect. We get a lot of you know, perks, like things, the traveling and going to different games. And, you know, we, there's a lot that goes into that too. That's like 
people may never get to do. But we also, I mean, my husband isn't home a lot. Like I feel like a single mom and I kind of blogged about it a little bit. If you follow along in that is I, you know, I don't really know that I signed up to do it all by myself. And that's what I feel like a lot of the time, just because he's, our home is in Idaho, but our team isn't in Idaho, you know, and a lot of players are kind of like that. You live, you have your home that you want to like end up at, but you get moved around so much with different teams that you can't always like live for the whole year in that same state. You know, you have other things going on school and, you know, just a lot. There's a lot of like moving parts to that part of it. Yeah. That I don't think people see. I mean, I feel like there's great things and there's not great things. It's just not, it's not all glamorous. Yeah. That's my best. Yeah. And you do a lot on your own because he's away playing or you guys are dealing with whatever like transition period that you're in. And there is a lot of time that's in flux and transitioning and you do going it alone while he's off working and so much going on that you're handling by yourself. And that, so I will say in that, I don't want it to seem like, Oh, for me either. Like he, no, no, no defense when I am struggling with that part of it you know and I get frustrated he's like he's missing out on you know he's like I don't I get to I don't get to be there for like Kai's first day of school and you know like he's missing out on like that part which you know I don't know that I'd be able to switch places and be like oh like I don't get to see my kids very much and he's out here to me it looks you know or to the outsider it's like oh he gets to like work out and you know hang and have dinner with no. his teammates all He's the time and hard. I'm like yeah oh I just got threw up on for the seventh time <laughs> you know like it's you have your moments but yeah. it's equally I'm sure it's hard for him to yeah. you know be living away from his family for Absolutely. more than half the year and that's such a good point and it's a different kind of hard too because You're the day-to-day in the trenches, but he's missing out on some of those milestones that are huge that, of course, he as a father would want to be there for. Yeah. So just a different kind of hard. Yeah. That's a good point. So how do you handle being a mom, doing your photography, being a human and a person too? How do you (laughs) manage all of that? You know, it's just, it comes with, it's like just trying to figure it out, I guess. Um, The mom thing, there's obviously not a handbook on that. So you have to figure that out as you go. And I just kind of learned when I can work, it's usually at nighttime when the kids go to bed, which isn't ideal. But I've always told myself throughout this whole thing is that Michael won't be playing football forever. You know, they're span of playing in the NFL is like such a short amount of time that I kind of have to just be like this is our life right now and it's not our life forever and why not just experience it and kind of go with it how it is like I'm not the best at schedules because our life clearly doesn't have one but I kind of just Just blow with that. <laughs> yeah, and you just have to make do. Yeah, just deal with life as it is right now, right? You can't expect everything to go as planned. No, not at all. Not at all. Okay, so if you're down, I have a ton of questions to throw your way. 
and these are random yeah, sure. all over the place. So we'll see just whatever catches my eye. What okay. is something that offends you? Oh, something that offends me. Uh, racism. Yes. What is something that you want to achieve within the next five years? Ooh, geez. I wasn't prepared for these. <laughs> I guess just having like a, I'd say a more like more structure within my business and just like mom life. So just, you know, yeah, figuring that out each year. Yeah. What are you too hard on yourself for? Oh, I think both of those things, mom, wife, business. I think I'm hard on myself because I feel like I'm being torn in, you know, all these different directions. Kind of how most moms feel or business owners. Am I giving too much to my kids and not enough to my business or vice versa? And obviously not enough to my husband, things like that. Sure. What, and this might be hard to think of off the top of your head, but what is something that you have done and will never do again? Well, I will say that I'll never go on a roller coaster again. I know (laughs) I did that when I was a kid, but I get such bad motion sickness now that I've had kids that I'll never do any sort of amusement park things so it's gotten worse after you had kids it has yeah oh. each kid progressively got worse so now even like driving sometimes not if I'm not if I'm driving I'm okay but if I'm in the passenger seat um uh. I get motion sick like even on the littlest of jaunts oh so. yeah I get it girl yep what in your life are you grateful didn't work out uh-huh. um you know I'm grateful for relationship past relationships and you know yeah whether that be dating or friendships that just, I think everything got me to where I am today. So I'm, you know, grateful that those didn't work out, but that I learned from them. Always something to learn from them, right? No matter what it was. Right. Yeah, definitely. What characteristic do you most appreciate in others? I think empathy. Yeah. Empathy, sympathy. I think you're nice to say that you think I'm so, I think I, could always do better with those so well I respect that and I think that's a mark of it an empathetic and humble person <laughs> so good okay. for you yeah but yeah I, I really do think that you are absolutely what inspires you you know I think people really inspire me like yeah yeah just all different like I love di- I love different and I mean if you I know Whitney you know me but I have tattoos and I have you know I like people being unique I don't like the oh yes 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 the same so I like you know people want to be a musician over an athlete or it like not the norm yes and they like defy convention and live their truth and do whatever feels true to them even if it sounds crazy even if it's outrageous even if other people think that they're freaks I love people that just own it and just do it right I love yeah I love uniqueness for sure what was a defining moment in your life? Oh, I think so. The passing of my grandma yeah. was a huge. That was, I think, the first time I'd ever experienced like death from somebody that was like that close to me. You guys were so close. We were. Um, so just like you know, taking that in and being, you know, kind of realizing that you know, so much can change. And, yeah. You know, with death and with how it changes, like whole families and you know yeah absolutely what is a lesson you keep relearning or do you feel like you learn once and move on oh you know that I keep relearning I think forgiveness is 
a lesson I keep relearning just because I'm one of those people that's like, like, if you make me mad or, you know, I'm kind of not good, but at forgiving, but then somehow I like come back and I'm like, okay, was I like too harsh there? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should, you know, yeah. like not with every situation, but sure. I think yeah. I'm not great at forgiving. So that's something I'm always relearning yeah. how to do or. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always easy. That's for dang sure. Oh, no. Man. Oh, man. What interests you most about people? I think like backgrounds and like yeah. not just, not so much like where they came from, I guess, just like how they feel, like how they were raised to feel like loved or how, you know, yeah. they dealt with like that kind of stuff. Is, yes. Cause I think you think, oh, like I feel this way because this is what. I grew up within my home or yeah. something and that's not the same for everyone. No, no, it's not. And I love, well, I mean, that's why I have a podcast because I love to ask people questions, <laughs> but then also like when I go on dates, it's like an interview because <laughs> I'm like, I need to know about your childhood. I need to know about right. everything. Like, Grill them with questions. And it's fascinating yeah. for me, probably not for them, but then a lot of, don't get me wrong. I feel like a lot of guys love to talk about them. So yeah, sometimes they eat true. it. Yeah, they eat it right up. Not just guys. Yeah, people in general. <laughs> um, yeah, let's, for sure. Yeah, what is your best habit and worst habit? Oh, best habit. Oh, so this one can kind of go both. So I kind of have like slight OCD, but it's like yeah. with certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like my house needs to be immaculate before we leave for a trip and like you know everything done to a t and then you walk in my closet and it's like a bomb went off yeah like yeah there's some things that I'm like and I could care less like it doesn't affect me but if I know that I left the house and it's like everything wasn't put in order it's like funny so some things I'm like super organized with and other things I'm like yeah I don't even care totally I get it yes same way. So it's so know. funny. Yeah. Certain things that you're so particular about and they have to be done the right way on the right schedule on the right, whatever have to be. And then other things you're like, cool, whatever. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yep. Like I can find my clothes on the floor. It'll be fine. Yep. yep. I yep. don't know. Totally. What terrifies you? I don't know. That's I guess, good if like... nothing comes to mind right away. <laughs> I think the only thing I'm like terrified of is when, so I love like crime shows Yeah. and I seem to always watch them when Michael's gone. So I think like, of course I always have these fears of like my family getting kidnapped or yes. like, you know, something yes. like that. Yes. That terrifies me like human trafficking and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. And that's an increasing problem for sure, which is so scary oh, yeah, and sad sure. on so many levels. And is that something that scares you too? being alone while he is gone I notice I sleep so well when I'm with other people because I don't feel like I have to protect myself like there's subconscious awareness at all times do you feel like that too especially being a mom oh yeah for sure yeah Yeah, I think and I'd love to have a dog but like if I added the dog to this chaos and had to travel like there's no way so yeah um yeah yeah (laughs) for a you know my kids have always been like co-sleepers uh-huh. Kai slept with us kind of until until Keala was born and then Keala slept with us. Actually, I kind of just 
am easing her out since Michael's been home, but I kind of like it that they were in the room with me when Michael's gone because I can just, like, lock the door. Yeah. And I sleep better than having, like, the monitors on and every little noise. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like I haven't slept in, like, five years oh, anyway. So, yeah. one day. <laughs> one day. Good, but, yeah. I can't wait until you get your full rest. <laughs> What? They're getting better, but I do okay. sleep better when Michael's home. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What is something you want to learn? Oh, so I would love to learn um, Greek. So oh, I'm yeah. half Greek. Yeah, yeah. So I'd love to learn that as language, um, but I know it's harder to learn when you're an adult, and clearly I haven't learned it yet. So. Do you have relatives but who speak it? I do. So my dad and my aunt speak it, like, semi-well. Oh, wow. Um, nice. And then... Kukla, my grandma that passed away, like yeah. her and my papu's family are still, there's still some over in Greece and they speak it. We have some at the church that speak it, but yeah, I just never learned. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be challenging, but so cool for sure. Yes. What has been your biggest obstacle? I think just finding my place like in our family. So yeah. I'm the mom for sure, but you know, I don't, want to just I needed photography I think I needed photography in my life because like I said before it's like something that gives me purpose more than just like the day-to-day taking care of the kids being a wife and that's you know my creative outlet and just something that I feel like I'm contributing a little bit to and yeah. it's something that I pride myself in so yeah. I think just finding that like there's so much debate on if you stay home with your you know this is going into like all that mom stuff, but yeah, yeah. you stay home with your kids and it's like, oh, you know, all you do, you're just a stay at home mom. Or if you go to work and you put your kids in daycare, then you, you know, there's all these oh, like stereotypes. Yeah. Always. It's kind of just like, you have to balance that. Like, I don't know that there's a better choice, but for me, you know, having the kids and still trying to figure out how to run this business has yeah. been like a huge obstacle. Yeah. But, and it's no easy feat. I mean, that's a challenge for sure. For sure, yeah. What comes easily to you? Oh, it comes easily to me. You know, I working out for me comes easy. Nice. Maybe if that sounds weird, that's no, kind of like all. my. That's something that I find if I'm like stressed or you don't know, need a break. Yes. I'll just work out. I can put myself through a workout. I'm not. I don't need. I did all of that stuff. I think just learning. So. Yeah. Learning that in school. So I think that's just something that comes naturally and easily to me. Yeah. What does your fitness regimen consist of? So my favorite workout. My, I just love to run. Nice. That's your thing. Yeah. But I try to run a couple times a week. Things that I can do easily at home or outside. Yeah, definitely. What are you most proud of yourself for? That's a tough one because, you know, I don't like to talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I think that I'm most proud of just, like, how far I come, like, where I am, like, my my journey. I'm just proud of the way my life has turned out. Yeah, so. yeah, and I think you should be. Okay, well, that Thanks. is awesome. You are so good at answering the questions right off the top of your head because oh, I didn't you. send you any beforehand, and you counted out those answers. That was awesome. And Maybe it's better that way. <laughs> I know. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you overthink yeah. it. Yeah, totally. So where can people find you? So you can find me on Instagram. So... I have a personal and a professional page, <laughs> but nice. and if you find one, you can find the other one. So my photography is at captured 
by Christina. Christina is C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A with an underscore at the end. Or my name is Christina Nicole Purcell. You can find me there on Facebook, Instagram. I don't really use Twitter. Yeah, I don't either. And I will put Uh, all of your contact info in the show notes too. Well, as far as where to find you on Insta. Not all of your contact information. Yeah. (laughs) Give her a call. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah. So that is it. Thank you so much. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks. Please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review.